When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, don't you forget about me. Gary hasn't forgotten about you, Louis Herman Watt, because he's coming and said Parliament next stop for Louis Herman Watt. He spoke for five minutes without taking a breath and said absolutely nothing. What do you make of that? I don't think I have the capacity to do Parliament, Gary. And also, don't you have to get elected to go to Parliament? I don't know if that many people like me, judging by the text machine over the weekend. Gee, I was copying a hammering on the good oil, Smithy. I know I haven't been tipping that great lately, but gee whiz, punters are fickle, aren't we? They are fickle, actually. They are. Abs- and I'll tell you something else. You've you've hit on. I, I wouldn't say that you, you said nothing. I mean, you entertained me, which was uh, very hard to do from time to time. I do switch off very, very quickly if someone bores me. I'm one of those guys that uh, when you're in a room, sometimes you're having a drink. I'm not. I don't do it all the time, and I'm not as practiced as some are. But you know how you look over people's shoulders when the conversation after a while gets a bit boring, and you say, "Oh, there's that guy I've got to go and see in the corner," or that you know. Well, I'm kind of one of those guys, but no, not not with you at this point, Louis. It's only early on in our relationship on the radio waves, etc. But um, I, this far, you've kept me pretty much entertained. It's been cool. Yeah, well, that's sweet. So that's six days. Um, let's see if I can get to 16 and then maybe 60. <laughs> Rightio. Uh, let's uh, get across to um, let's get across to the sports desk, Brian. Shall we? Well, we've got Turn up the volume. Me. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. And the sports desk, we're very pleased to say, is uh, brought to you in association with Polaris. And uh, they have got a magnificent range of product, Polaris. What great vehicles they have. And uh, we've got all sorts of deals uh, based around the field days coming up as well. So field days, incidentally, uh, around about 13th, 14th of June at Mystery Creek throughout the, the latter part of the week as well. So uh, if you're going, you must call in and see the people at Polaris. Louis, what have you got on the agenda today? Well, we're all in flux around here. We're going to speak to Jeremy Coney in about 24 hours. So we've just bumped that back a day. If you're wondering where the hours. great... Ge- 24 yeah. minutes, I thought. 24 hours? What's happened? We're just, we're, there's, there's breaking news around the world, which has put us in flux and put the network in flux. With the, and I mean, it might not necessarily interest you to the extent of all things international cricket. I, and I actually was very interested to hear Jeremy Coney's thoughts around how big this UK winter of cricket is and how many more of them on this scale we might get with the kind of explosion of franchise cricket. So we'll do that tomorrow. But the breaking news... It's about the Australian Football League, AFL. It's a massive, massive deal when you're talking about the Richmond Tigers, who won three or four, won three or four premierships over a title span. They were a dynasty. Trent Cochin, Jack Rewalt, uh, Tom Lynch, Dustin Martin, of course, New Zealand, New Zealand uh, heritage with the late Shane Martin, who was his uh, father, who was we, we know we knew his story tied up with. Um, 
the you know I think it was the motor the Rebels Motorcycle Club in Australia and and was deported back here and never got to go and watch his son in those grand finals. So there's lots of connections there with Richmond and massive news last night. Damien Hardwick, who was the longest serving coach in the AFL, thirteen and a half years at the helm of one of the most famous clubs, three hundred and seven games, more than won more than half his games with the club, quit. Burnout cited. And actually, how this came about was Tom Morris, who's doing work for SEN in Melbourne. Uh, he's a journalist. He went away for a wee while. He's come back. And, and he broke the story, and he managed to get it out before Damien Hardwick had told the players. He had it very well sourced. By all accounts, this is 100% correct. He was accurate information. So this, when we talk about media sporting bombshell smithy, Damien Hardwick leaving his post as the at the helm of... Richmond in Melbourne, one of the most famous clubs, Punt Roadie, and you've been to the MCG, you've drunk at the mm-hmm. Richmond Hotel, you know how big of a deal this is. For that story to break before the players found out, that is massive. That is incredible. I mean, uh, you know, uh, if it becomes an, of any interest here in New Zealand, uh, it would be secondary interest, of course, but imagine what is going down in Melbourne, on the Melbourne airwaves at the moment, um, around SEN and uh, those other networks, that would be absolutely huge. That is a massive change in schedule. So uh, that is why we've had to put uh, Jerry on hold because it's a, a massive SEN announcement that has basically been put back for 24 hours. So, wow, that is huge, uh, Louis, and very, very interesting indeed. Well, it's massive news because the the... Richmond, they only lost to Essendon uh, two days ago, essentially by a couple of points, and and it was a a couple of defensive lapses, really, and bad decisions with the possession in hand that cost them. They were still in line to play finals football. This team has kind of been that team you trusted. Oh, they might just take the regular season to ramp up, and then when you get into the finals, you don't want to face them. We all know that that team, in whatever league it is, they have been dynamic. They changed the face of the game with their just flood-forward attacking philosophy, just flood numbers. When you're talking about Aussie rules, they would just pump everybody forward, and uh, it is quite staggering news to see a coach of his ilk walk away, but burnout is burnout, and the season hadn't been going the way they thought it would. So that's the big news out of Australia this morning. Um, we've talked a lot about the PGA Championship over the weekend, and there's more golfing news for me, and I fear that we're going to hear this more than we don't over the next week. while. Tiger Woods will not compete at the US Open. He's still recovering from ankle surgery. He's 47 now. We know the extent of his injuries from his playing days, his back, his spinal fusion, then obviously that gnarly car crash as well. Um, he's had few surgery on another bone in his ankle and I think we'll probably get that headline more than we won't over the next five years would you agree I totally agree um, I, I think that uh, he will play if he's capable of playing the odd major going forward he will that would be about it he'll have sponsorship obligations uh, I think uh, one of the tournaments he always likes to play is uh, the one sponsored by hero or it was uh, there'll be massive money involved in that um, and he was an ambassador for that tournament. Whether he plays that anymore, uh, but what he will, what I do perceive is happening with Tiger Woods: uh, very little golf in the next three years, and then I think when it comes to the uh, Champions Tour, some golf, uh, a lot more golf. Reason why they'll give him any kind of exemption to play in a cart if he wants one. You know, uh, they they simply will. And why ratings, television ratings? They'll change the rules of that to suit Tiger. Um, if they if they have to to get the ratings, imagine Tiger Woods playing on the same tour Stephen Elka's playing on at the moment, and the numbers that that would increase on the Champions Tour. 
the, the, the you know the need to to play without a cart is is paramount on on the PGA Tour, um, but not uh, so much. In fact, I've seen uh, senior golfers, uh, Champions Tour golfers, playing carts before, whether it's a weather thing or what have you. But that won't be an issue. Tiger Woods will play on the Champions Tour because I would suspect they've still got that burning desire to win. That burning to money's not an issue. The burning desire to win, the burning desire to play golf, and the burning desire to be around the golfing environment. If he doesn't go there, where would he go? I don't think anyone could afford him to go into their commentary box. That would just be moon money, um, but it would be a hell of a, an argument between uh, rival stations to try and get him if he made himself available there. Uh, you've got to make sure he's not lost to golf, and Tiger needs golf still. I mean, his his private life is a mess. We know that. Um, you know, he's going through another uh, broken relationship here where it's going to be a high-profile settlement, not even married this time around, but some sort of payout for the partner that he had for a couple of years. His whole life has played out in the public domain, and I don't see that changing. Yep, points taken all round, Smithy. Uh, you you do you did reference that no amount of moonbeams could get him in a commentary box, though. Well, what if we put him next to Tom Brady's ten-year, three hundred and seventy-five US million dollar contract? Is that not enough for Tiger? Um, no, um, I don't think so. Well. No, it'd have to be more. He couldn't be paid less than anyone, put it that way. And so we just got a text him from Carolyn to say uh, you'd rather hear Jeremy Kane. Well, Jeremy uh, will be back with us tomorrow. Um, I can tell you that, Carolyn, so don't panic. Uh, we've had to put Jeremy on hold. But that's the significance, and that was what Louis was pointing out. The announcement of an AFL uh, re- resignation uh, in Australia of that magnitude changes everyone's roster for the day, and that impacts us because the, the announcement we're going to make uh, involves... Australia and New Zealand. Okay, Carolyn, so be patient, be patient. Right, let's uh, move on to the next thing, which is of interest. Um, and a legend, a legend retiring officially from the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought that Carmelo Anthony was retired, to be honest, but he's not yet, as of yet. Well, he is as of today. And uh, interestingly enough, it's the day that the uh, Denver Nuggets, obviously where he started his career, are looking to close out the Los Angeles Lakers in LA. I wonder if he makes it there. He's obviously very close personal friends with LeBron James. He spent time on the Lakers roster very recently. I wouldn't be surprised to see Carmelo turn up and be courtside and get an ovation even at what do they call it, Crypto Arena now, formerly Staples. Um, his career obviously burst into, night, into light with New York. Never a deep enough playoff run to be considered a great of the New York Knicks, I don't think, when you look at their history with Bernard King and um, going back even and further than that. So uh, an interesting career. They say that one of the most talented scorers to ever play the game, but probably not going to go down as a necessary, necessarily one of the you know all-time greats. Certainly not on a, a LeBron James level or anywhere near that, really. But um, very famous for I guess the style and the swagger he had, and, and just being a, a flat-out scorer. So that's a it's a retirement that I didn't actually see coming because I thought he was retired. But Smithy, just to bump it along. I'm very curious about the Sean Johnson situation with Chanel Harris-DeVita. Very curious. Because there are only a certain amount of seats on a bus, as Baz used to say, and you have to know who's driving the bus. That's important. You have to know who's on the bus. You have to know which seats people on the bus are sitting in. And then you have to be on time. And is Sean Johnson going to miss the bus for the Warriors for 2024 and beyond? 
I suspect he is. I, I suspect he is going to be um, not occupying one of those uh, seats, particularly at the front where you expect him to be. Uh, so I, I, I don't think so on the evidence of that signing. I, I, signing. I was uh, lucky enough to meet um, Chanel uh, last Thursday. He uh, played in the, the golf tournament that we covered um, up at um, the Hamilton Golf Course, beautiful St Andrews in, in Hamilton. And I, I, an impressive young man, really was an impressive young man, and uh, played in the Warriors four. And uh, I, I just got the feeling that um, you know he was looking forward to be back in the fold. It hadn't been officially announced at that point, but it has uh, now, of course. Um, that uh, I don't think that leaves too many room, too much room in the halves. You would be looking at four halves. They've pretty much got four if you count Chanel without Sean Johnson's name. Uh, the age was a factor in that as well. Um, I'm not quite sure if uh, Sean's a difficult guy to deal with or if it's an easy guy to deal with. Um, but uh, from all accounts, uh, you know, and we get a lot of texts in saying, when are they going to re-sign him? That would be big news. It would be big news if uh, that was effectively the end for Sean Johnson. And, and the other thing about that that worries me a little bit, to be honest, uh, Louis, is the timing of it. I hate these announcements and I hate these things. Um, being done in the middle of the season with so much rugby league to be played. For instance, if I was slightly ageing in my role um, in a cricket team and someone said at the end of it, uh, you know, you know, we were halfway through the season, human nature says to me, if someone said we don't want you at, uh, next year, good luck finding another job, where's my heart going to be? Where's my performance level going to be? That's what worries me about these kind of things. And it so often happens in league. So much of the future is played out in the present, off the field. It's a beast of a, a media game. It's almost like the, the media that surrounds NRL is as big as the sport itself. Now, you can't necessarily call that a terrible thing because on the flip side, we talk about the lack of media and the lack of coverage and engagement with Super Rugby compared to, to NRL. I think the circus is part of it, Smithy. I think it, you can't have one without the other. Rightio. Okay, fair enough. What about this uh, the story that's coming over at the, one of the greatest TV shows in history, Grows Its Legend? Tell me a, bit, a wee bit more about that. Oh, I was. I just thought I'd stick that on the list to see if you would, um, you'd be curious. Do you watch much TV, Smithy? Yeah, too much. Absolutely too much. Yep. Inter I'll tell you what I'll do after the show. I'll go and watch the, uh, the uh, 12 o'clock movie on TV3 quite often. It's, they're pathetic, but they just let down wine. I don't have to think too much about them. So I'll watch a, a little bit of segment of that. If there's live sport what, on, what are we talking about? I'll be watching that. Oh, the, you know, the petty crime. Like what? Like thing, E.T.? No, 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 petty crime. You know, two-bit non-star movies, but they play them on uh, TV3. Uh, every day around about midday, and they, they just let you unwind with a cup of tea and you sit back. You know, kids, that's what happens when you get on the pension and you get old, Louis. You, you've got to have your mind switching off. It's not like you young guys where you just keep going forward like a bull at a gate 100 miles an hour with what's coming up next. What's coming up next for us is rest homes when you get to my age, so we don't want to hurry ourselves into them if you get my drift. Smithy, I still think you're in your extended broadcasting prime, to be honest. I think you're underselling yourself there. And I actually think that you could um, you could do with this TV show to maybe keep you stimulated just to kind of give you that zest back because it sounds like you might be lacking a bit of self-confidence at the moment, mate. Um, try Succession. It's it's penultimate oh, episode. Right, yeah. yeah, penultimate episode ever aired last night on Sky and Neon. And, I mean, 
they've earmarked Succession through the four seasons as being one of the great TV shows, but you kind of can't just say that. You've got Breaking Bad, The Wire, you know, all of these legendary TV shows, and you kind of can't just anoint a TV show, but the further it gets to the, the finish line, the higher this is going on people's estimations, and somehow they don't know how the show ends still. Nobody has a clue. The acting's been world-class. They've won Emmys every year that the show's run, and this year you can't even work out which one of the actors is going to win the Emmys because they're all been that good. So Succession could be a wee tip for you, Smithy. Okay. Um, my kids watch it. They tell me it's absolutely outstanding. Um, let's uh, have a, a look. Look, Zane tried to get through before. We might find uh, four or five minutes for Zane to have a chat. He's a big league fan. Uh, so we'll go to a break now. Uh, when we come back, we might try and fit a call or two in as well. Uh, we've got to head to a stump, Smithy, uh, around about 11.30. And uh, then uh, we'll come back uh, with some texts. And there are plenty of them. Uh, including uh, the one that uh, has come through and said from Mark, who says, Tigers are my team. I still follow them even though I'm back here. Sad day for Richmond. We'll be interested to see who takes over. Richmond, we're on the way back too. I smell a rat, says Mark. I smell a rat. More to come here, I feel.